I want the invitation. And I need you to know that I want it. You want me to invite you to stuff. Yeah, but I'm not coming. That makes me frustrated. No, but I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just busy. Welcome to the CJ Enjoy podcast. We are CJ Enjoy, and we do a radio show on Way FM about faith, family, and fun. You can check it out at wayfm.com. On today's podcast, at the very end, I've been dealing with some jet lag. If you've ever had to keep yourself awake, CJ has the most hilarious and ridiculous idea to help my husband and I stay awake. It's really good. Like, seriously good. Like... I'm not even. I, I'm not even sure we should put this on the internet. It's like uh, it's, it's dangerously good technique to stay awake. Yeah, Just prepare saying. yourself. All you college kids out there trying to drink Red Bull because you got an exam. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is better. You'll see. That's at the end of the pod. Ah, don't fast forward because we're going to start with a conversation about something we all take for granted. Something that's at, I don't know, every direction you look. American food. My girl was international. She was in <laughs> Cambodia and she forgot. You know what? The cuisine here in mm. the good old US of A is phenomenal. <laughs> he just did a little salute I when did. he said that. Salute. The US of A. <laughs> so you listen to that and I'm going to do this. Oh, beautiful for spacious. All right, roll the thing. It's so true that you don't really realize how grateful you are for something until it's gone, including American food. You don't understand how great this nation is as far as our cuisine until you leave it. Oh, no, I do. You do. (laughs) CJ loves food. But my husband and I were just on a mission trip out of the country eating stuff like um, rice and more rice. And all of a sudden we start having this conversation like, you know what? We have it knocked out of the park when it comes to food. Things like pizza, things like hot dogs. Yeah, never mind the fact that like if you if you live in a populated area, you've got 20 of everything in every direction. Every option for the type of food you want. And so we started saying, "What are you going to eat when you get back?" Like just talking about the food and I was like, "You know what is so good?" Chick-fil-A chicken tenders. Like, why don't I talk about those strips enough? I'm going to get them again tonight. They don't have Chick-fil-A anywhere else, but they got it right here in this great nation of ours. (laughs) Amen. Dependency is not a fun thing to feel. You don't want to be dependent on anything. What's that for Jesus? I mean, True. I, yeah, that's a good dependency, but uh, like a material thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Let me try to explain here. So like, remember 10 years ago when smartphones were out, but not everyone had a smartphone? Yeah, I didn't. Neither did I. I'm like, I got a laptop. I don't need that. And I used to like look at those people and say, you know, it's just waste, right? Because yeah, sure. It's cool to have a smartphone, but it's not like you need it. I got my flip phone in my pocket. Way cheaper. Yeah, and I can call anybody in the world that I want. That was Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Flash forward to yesterday. If my GPS goes out, I'm like, I'm going to be dead in the woods within a day. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) dependent on this thing. I was just- Oh no, you're probably right. I am too. I was headed to meet a friend at a restaurant and (laughs) my GPS stopped working (gasps) and I just looked in the rear view mirror and thought to myself, well- God, I'll see you soon. That's a wrap <laughs> on life. <laughs> Marriage is just this constant learning experience of getting to know your spouse better. And you always want to see them in a new light. 
And I did with my husband. We just went on a mission trip, and I've like never done ministry with him. He's a pastor, FYI. So like that's his life. And I'm like, I know he's good at it, but I was like, let me see what you're really like. But you never get to follow him to the office unless it's Sunday. And certainly not the office like this. No, we were like in a different country. We were in Cambodia. And so we were doing kids ministry too. And like he likes kids, but I was like, I have no idea how this is going to be. And I'm telling you, the very first day, we're all like kind of awkwardly like, how do we do this vacation Bible school? My husband was like, okay, kids, here we go. And he started like a chant and a song and he was like, give me a J, give me an E, give me an S. All the letters. He's like, what's that spell? He had him chanting Jesus. I was like, what? (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) He's doing hand motions for songs. I have never met that person. I saw, but I've never been prouder. What a dude. I'm telling you, right there in the middle of like a third world country. Yes. Just gripping it and ripping it, <laughs> just going for it. And the kids loved him. And I was like, I knew you were going to be a good dad, but this, this is next level. The one word that strikes fear in pretty much everybody snake. <sighs> it's the devil. Yeah. Lucky I wasn't there. It was my wife. She was at the house. And there was a snake making himself comfy in our driveway. Oh, I saw this picture on our Facebook page. Right. On yeah. CJ and Joy. If you haven't seen it, brace yourself. So you sh- you can imagine my shock and dismay when she texted it to me. I was with my daughter at the bouncy house. <laughs> I was with uh, the one-year-old. And Your she, life. <laughs> she texts me the photo and she says, would, would you look at this? And I see it. I'm like, ah, snake. Freaking out, right? It's not even a tiny one. This thing is like, it could eat your dog. It's like an anaconda. Yes. For sure. So she calls me and I'm like, what in the world? She's like, I know there's a snake. You need to get home and do something. I was like, honey, do something. What am I going to do? And she says, well, you need to get in here and take take care of it. I said, listen, honey, as much as I love you, let's just be real about the situation. There's no reason we should all three have to die. Look. (laughs) You go ahead and take the hit for the family. <gasps> if anybody tries to take this thing on, let's just be real. I promise that I'll make sure the girls go to college. I'm and so I, appalled at you right now. Anyway, can you help me go house hunting this weekend because she kicked me out? No, I'm mad too. <laughs> if you're traveling this summer, I'm sure you want to be comfortable when you're doing it, but that's not easy in an airplane. I just spent upwards of 14 hours straight on an airplane Mm -hmm. doing a missions trip with my husband. And CJ knows I had all kinds of crazy in-flight pillows I was testing beforehand. Because you can never find the perfect one, but that long inside of an aircraft, you got to make sure comfort is a priority. Yeah, and I took three different kinds of pillows with me, and I was like, we'll just see. And you know what? I'm here to tell you. The cheapest one was the best one. Hello, which one was the cheapest? Okay, do you remember this blow-up one? that you? Yes, okay, we inflated it. You stick your arms through the middle, and there's a hole for your head. You sit it on your tray table. You look psycho. Every time I would pull it out and start blowing it up, the people beside me were like, what in the world? Is this girl got an inner tube? But I'm telling you, it is the only thing that saved me. It's the only way I got any sleep on the plane. Didn't you get flagged for security? That's a different story. It's probably because the pillow was so weird. (laughs) Okay, you're probably right. I was hoping it wasn't related. You know what kind of friends you need. And so do I. I know what kind of friends I need. I need more friends that will invite me, but they already know I'm not coming. Because I I never am. That's not fun. I'm never going to be there. Listen, I want your admiration. I want the invitation. 
and I need you to know that I want it. You want me to invite you to stuff? Yeah, but I'm not coming. That makes me frustrated. No, but I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just busy. But I still want the invitation. Now, you're my buddy. Yes. You could do that. What are you getting into later? Well, I, I have an event tonight. Okay. Well, come I, on. Well, do you want, you want to come with me? I'm flattered that you would bring that up. I can't make it. This is terrible. But just the fact that you would think of me <laughs> softens my heart to a warm, mushy mess. But you can start without me. I won't be there. You want to share with people about things that are important to you. But for some reason, when it comes to our faith, it just gets really awkward. Mm -hmm. And you get really nervous about it. CJ knows, I just went on a missions trip with my husband. And when you do like a missions trip, if you've ever done anything like that, the whole goal is to share Jesus with people. And when you're in that moment all the time for like a week, you realize just how... Just how bad you are at sharing it sometimes. At least I do. No, for sure. There was yeah. a moment where my husband pointed to me and was like, take it away, Joy. And I was like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say. And I just felt like so kind of ashamed and embarrassed that I was like, this is what I believe. I'm passionate about this. I believe it's the difference between life and death and hope and purpose. But I'm so bad at articulating it. But the more that we did it, the more I saw an openness. Like we were sharing it with kids and there were some kids who were like, yes, I want to know Jesus. Who is this person? They were wide eyed and excited. We saw some of them start a relationship with Jesus for the very first time. Mm -hmm. And I just thought now that I'm back, I, I want to carry that forward. I think it's tough because we think people won't be open or maybe they'll think that we're like judging them if we don't say it just the right way. But I do think people are ready and willing to hear about hope and Jesus and love if I'm just bold enough to share it. You're probably non-confrontational because it takes one to know one. And I'm super non-confrontational, which I know you know. Oh, he won't ever fight with me, even when I try to get him to. I've never... Uh, people are shocked that I've never actually been in a fight in my life. Never thrown a punch <laughs> or anything like that. I don't like know if they're that, that not, shocked. Not even, <laughs> but not even when I was in high school or anything. As a matter of fact, I'm going to prove it to you once and for all just how non-confrontational I am. Just the other night... Uh, in the middle of the night, my wife stole the covers, so I grabbed them, and I tried to pull the covers up, and in doing so, I lost my grip, and I punched myself in the face. <laughs> Is that the why middle, it looks like that right now? Yeah. It's a little sore. So I punched myself in the face, which means even I tried to get into a fight with a blanket, and I lost. That's how <laughs> non-confrontational I am. Your dog can be really tough to figure out, figure out what he or she is thinking half the time. They're almost like, you know, teenage angst going on with a dog sometimes. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm talking about here. Maybe you've seen this happen. When a dog is barking to like be heard or be known for whatever reason, like mine does. I got a dog named Buster. He's 13. He's big. He's Labrador. Yeah, he's like ancient in dog years. They always let out. Yeah, even when you tell them not to, they always let out one last wolf. For example, you he'll be going woof 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 woof, and you're like Buster, quiet, quiet, and then he just like audible pause, and then he just goes woof. Seriously, he, oh, every time. And most dogs do that when you think about it. When, you, when they're barking, you ever hear like you ever hear like a dog barking off in the distance when you're hanging out outside, yeah. and it's woof 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 woof, and you think it's over. Woof. <laughs> what is always up with the last one? Do that one last woof because my dog and your dog and all the dogs 
in the end, they want what we all want. The last word. (laughs) When exhaustion hits, you just want to sleep. But what if you can't? My husband and I just went on a trip. I went on a missions trip that was so far away that now that we're back, we have horrible jet lag. Mm. Like right now for me, I think it's four in the morning. What? I know. So our bodies have been freaking out the past couple of days. And so we've been playing a game we like to call Stay Awake. And so yesterday we were like both starting to fall asleep. He was like, don't get in your bed, whatever you do. I did. I started to fall asleep. He was like, get up, get up. We got to do something. He's like, let's play a board game. And you know what? (laughs) That'll put you to sleep so fast. It was not working. I wasn't even sleepy. And then you said the word (laughs) board game. I got tired. I was like, what about Uno? That doesn't work either. So all we've been able to do is like walk around outside, but I need some more help. We need some stay awake games. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. You should just, uh, all you got to do is hear like a really scary story. Like, That's perfect. It'll keep you in suspense all night. I got one for you, all right? Oh, no. Once upon a time, a man <laughs> saw a strange box in his backyard. What? And he went into the backyard. Yeah? And he opened up the box, and there was a mannequin head <gasps> in the box. Why? Right? He didn't know. <laughs> and then he pulled the box inside the house. Big mistake, but he did. <clears throat> and in the quiet of night, he heard a whisper coming from that box. <laughs> And that mannequin head was starting to say something. What? I ain't got no money. What? No money. And it got really, really close. <laughs> I am scared. And it got louder and louder and louder. And the mannequin head was singing a song. <laughs> what? He was singing a song that went, I got nobody. Nobody's got me. <laughs> awake for a month after that (laughs) thank you for listening to the cj enjoy podcast and make sure you rate it if you're listening to it give us a rating of five stars and if it's not five less no (laughs) if you can do less than five get out of here we would so appreciate a comment or a share and subscribe and if you want to connect with us maybe see what we look like what we're like on the daily you can connect with us on social media cj enjoy on facebook way fm afternoons on instagram and make sure you check back here we're going to do our best to update this podcast daily well monday through friday i mean we got to have a life (laughs) but we'll do our very best for you thanks